welcome to another edition of Bikes, Burpees, and Backhand. This is your host, Dave Matthews. In this edition, we're going to solely focus on and try to do this about every week to two, where we focus just on one, um, safety of our roads, how we all can get along better, and two, also the fallen friends a bike friendly Atlanta and around the country. Uh, if you have a fallen rider uh, that you know of that you want to add to the bike friendly Atlanta calendar, uh, it is up on our webpage on the right hand side and it scrolls through our fallen friends every year. Uh, we commemorate, commemorate their anniversary. We'll be right back in a few minutes to start this chat. Welcome back. Um, first topic of discussion today is, uh, and I'm just going to go over a couple of points, um, and then we're going to get into our fallen riders, um, who I have been so blessed, uh, I guess, um, tragically, um, but I, I really honestly believe that had I not been, uh, come in contact with their families and friends and spouses and um, some of them mother, some of the mothers and fathers of some of our fallen friends, I would have met them somewhere down the road riding my bike around the Atlanta area, around the southeast. Um, I truly believe that. And one day I will uh, hopefully share a ride with them up on our golden streets. Um, that is my plan. Um, and until then, I will try to honor all of our fallen friends in a quest to make our streets safer for everybody to use um that ex excludes nobody so a couple of the things that uh i've always talked about um like to talk about uh because i think it is an answer um you know being a high level tennis player um i'm not such a high level cyclist i am a pretty good cyclist but i'm a high level tennis player you learn to problem solve on the go uh, sometimes in literally half seconds, um, split seconds, uh, and then you've got to make adjustments on the, on the move, and that's just part of it. Well, you know, that's kind of the same mentality that I use when I look at our road situations. I look at our, uh, all the uh, entities that go into our roads being used, and then you have to step back and go, okay, where is most of the uh, fatalities caused from, caused with, caused by, uh, and then how do we get that to change? Um, and so far, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, um, I'm willing to debate or talk to anybody about it to see if they don't agree. Um, I think what some of the larger problems that we have is that we as a society have learned to accept excessive speeding uh, and that is oh well the speed limits whatever 45 in, a, in an area uh, not not residential but you know anywhere where the speed limits 45 you got a you usually you got a four-lane road and you got uh, you know you got open open not so many cars coming on and off the road so you can go a little faster but everybody starts thinking that the speed limit is 45 so I can go 55 or up to 55 well I don't, I don't discredit that because I think that 
you know, you have to, as an as a an officer trying to give a citation, you have to give a little credence. Maybe the road slopes down and you came over the hill and you're going a little faster because you didn't anticipate the hill. But that's part of being a driver. You should be aware of your surroundings. And when the road starts to di- dive down at an elevation going down, you should know you're going to gain speed, if you, especially if you keep the accelerator pushed at the same place you know, in your in your floorboard so you know to me that's just a cop-out and that's not a that's not a you know policeman term that is just a excuse we as a society need to stop using excuses of why we want to get away with breaking the law and start abiding by the law and watch the fatalities go down at an exponential rate so basically my couple of topics that I like to approach anybody with, and this could be anybody, an attorney, um, a state legislator, a governor, a mayor, it doesn't matter, is one, why are we accepting 10 miles an hour over the speed limit when a lot of our fallen friends are hit and killed, uh, you know, around 10 miles an hour it, one, reduces your reaction time to the ongoing situations that change going on and off the roads. Um, two, because of that lack of time to um, you know, be ready to be able to react, you also add in now the fact that a, a crash at 45 miles an hour is now at 55 miles an hour, and that excessive speed usually results in a fatality. Even if it's a car versus car, that is a lot of speed. Um, So that is, you know, I think first and foremost, the way we can grab our streets and really make them safer is to start making people abide by the laws of the speed limits that are posted. Stop trying to change them and this, that, and the other. Just use whatever technology we have. We're a technological age now where... Our cell phones are in everybody's hands. We're walking with them all the time. We're doing this. We're posting here, posting there. It's, it's, everything's in your hands. So why are we afraid to enforce the law with technology? Why can't we get camera red lights? Oh, well, that's an invasion of privacy. No, it's not. If you don't break the law, they won't invade your privacy. It's simple. You break the law, you lose your rights. And that's the way it should be. So that there is something to lose if you want to break the law. So it's an enforcement to where you get people to abide by the laws. So that's number one is camera red lights. We've had a few here in the East Atlanta area. Um, they went up, went down. Oh, they're too expensive to enforce or too expensive. We, you know, you can't have the officers all coming. Hey, if your car is on that film and you ran the red light and it tripped the camera to take your picture and it is you i don't care who drives the car the car gets a ticket a citation for running the red light and until we get to that point to where every legislator every mayor every governor every officer every fireman every teacher anybody that runs the red light should pay the ticket end of story case closed Let technology do its job. Take all that 
off the police officer's hands and let them do a little more of the bigger items. Um, number two, radar guns. Um, you know, put out radar guns that if you're going, I don't care what you want to set the buffer at, two, three miles an hour, I'll guarantee you, if you put up in a 45 mile an hour speed zone, you put up a radar gun that anybody going 48 miles an hour, get 49 gets a ticket, 48 is okay, it gives you a three mile an hour buffer, I will guarantee you fatalities will go down. Not a question asked, not one question. If it's a 55 speed limit, then 58, give them three miles an hour. I'll guarantee you fatalities will go down. And last but not least, the third one on the, my topic today, uh, and I'll leave these um, to go on to the next topic, is drunk and distracted driving. Every crash site, when somebody is hit, uh, every crash site, every cell phone needs to be investigated. Whether they were being used, it was being used at the time of the crash. End of story. You don't want your cell phone investigated by the police right there on the spot, then don't get in a crash. If you're going a little slower, you might have a little more time to react. You might not get into a crash. You won't get investigated. So we are taking the sides of the people that are guilty instead of the people that are guilty infracting the law or not obeying the law. We're, we're not giving you the benefit of the doubt anymore. Uh, you know, are you innocent until proven guilty? Yes. But you're going to be investigated thoroughly, thoroughly and fairly. And every crash site, you need to take, a police officer needs to take pictures, 10, 12, 15 pictures from around the perimeter of the crash site so nothing is missed. The physical evidence is right there on a film, and anything that needs to be disputed can be disputed in a court of law. It is not an officer's, a law enforcement officer's opinion of whose fault it was unless it is absolutely clear let that go to court. Let people go to court and get the physical evidence to come up. We got uh, programs that can literally tell you everything about a crash site once you get all the evidence in. But you got to collect the evidence on the spot, all of it. And if we do that, people, I got a feeling our fatalities all the way across the board, not only pedestrians and cyclists are going to be safer, but also automobile drivers are going to be safer too. The one statistic that I have to leave you with before I move on is if you take all the cyclists and pedestrians off the road in the state of Georgia, you will still have 1,500 deaths by car alone in car versus car fatalities, crashes every year anyway. So, you know, yes, it is a plea for cyclists to be safer and pedestrians to be safer. You know, people riding skateboards and scooters, they have to be doing their right things too, but the car, is, the car has the onus on it to be uh, in, you know, abiding by the law also. And those are the ones that are killing more people than anywhere else. Any other bicycles. Hadn't heard anybody killing somebody with a bicycle yet. But anyway, we're going to take a brief break and come right back to our fallen friends of the week or 10 days or two weeks. Welcome back. Um, I am going to go over the list um, today. Uh, I am also going to go over the listing on our Facebook fan page, or actually on our website, bikefriendlyatl.org. If you go there, one, you can find the calendar on the front page uh, of all of our fallen friends and their anniversary dates as they scroll over every year. And also, if you're looking for podcasts and interesting things about fitness, about tennis, or about cycling, 
and, and Bike Friendly Atlanta, uh, which is what this podcast is more on, then you can go back, go to the menu and look under podcast. And there's a page that has all of our podcasts up there with their details and the, what, what the podcast is about. A lot of different uh, sports back there covered, um, but also mainly, uh, you know, cycling, tennis and fitness. Hope that helps you. We're going to move on to our fallen friends. Um, today was the anniversary of a good friend. Uh, and like I've told everybody, I've put out 91 ghost bikes. If you look at our, our website, um, the picture, the banner at the top of the page has a green number in it, right in the middle of it. That is the number of ghost bikes that I have built and placed around the Southeast or literally around the country. Cause I've got one in Santa Ana, California, one in Orlando. Uh, I've helped with a ghost bike up in Roanoke, Virginia, all the way to Birmingham, to Chattanooga, to and anywhere around the state of Georgia or Alabama. So I just put out a couple, one down in uh, Lynn Haven, Florida, and one in Santa Rosa Beach. And I'll be back down there to do that second placement uh, event, hopefully in the next couple of months for Mr. Um, Theo Moss. Um, anyway, uh, today was the anniversary of a, a gentleman down in Tallahassee, Florida, Mr. Stephen Record. Uh, his wife, Christine, is a good follower of Bike Friendly Atlanta, uh, a big advocate down there in the state of Florida to try to get roads safer for everybody. Um, I wish her well. Uh, I know today is a very hard day, uh, as will be for all of our upcoming um, Fallen Friends anniversaries the next week to 10 days. Um, I think of these people every day, uh, especially on their anniversary, but every day when I, you know, look around the country and things, people say, oh, I went down here and I go, oh my gosh, I got a ghost bike down there. Oh, no, went over here. I have another one over here. And they look at me like I'm crazy, but these people do matter to me. They are people I've never met, all of them. Um, but I feel that as though that there's a part of me with them. And one day I will be able to ride with them in the, on the heavenly streets above. Uh, coming up on Wednesday the 31st, uh, Mr. Lawrence Young was killed over in Marietta. That was back in 2013. Boy, we had a really, uh, his uh, partner brought out a really nice wreath uh, for Larry was what he was called. Um, and boy, it was, it was just beautiful. I've got some pictures. I'll try to post these uh, along with this podcast uh, on our website. Um, and if you want to, you can also get, we have an app that you can get while you're there on our website uh, for Bike Friendly ATL. You can get in touch with me very easily there. On Friday of this week, which is April the 2nd, uh, Mr. Anthony Chrysler, he was killed in 2018, taken from us over in, in Augusta. Um, and then sadly, next Saturday, um, I have a good friend down in the Orlando area, Greg Bloom, his real good friend, um, Karen Tinsley, uh, was taken from us over in 2018 in Watkinsville or just outside in, of Athens. Uh, and I think she was a, a doctor or a, um, you know, a doctor there at Georgia. Uh, very beautiful memorial. Maybe I'll... I don't have much going on next Saturday. Maybe I'll ride over there and sit and chat with Karen for a little while. Uh, maybe leave a few little flowers for her. On next Sunday, Mr. Howard Graves was taken in 2018 down in LaGrange. Um, got to get down there. I've got a bike for Howard, so 
Uh, that one might show up down there, um, surprise a lot of people. Um, on Tuesday the 6th of April, Mr. John Harsh, um, I, might have to I might have to jump down there if I don't have much going on that morning. That's down by the, uh, the Motor Speedway down there in Hampton. Um, beautiful bike sitting up on the hill out there. I hope it's still there. It was just gorgeous. Uh, probably 40, 50 people rode their bikes to, for that placement. It was just a monumental um, event. Um, and I wish Mrs. Harsh, he was a doctor down that way. I uh, wish Mrs. Harsh the very best. Uh, I know that will be a tough day for her. Uh, and on the 10th, which will be two weeks away, uh, Mr. Joseph Gavinberry. He was, uh, Joseph was known over in Marietta. He worked, if I'm not mistaken, the story, and these are all the stories that I remember from when I placed the ghost bikes. His mother came out and asked if she could keep the ghost bike, and I said, absolutely. Um, Joseph uh, was known as, uh, he worked at a Burger King there, and he was on his way to work that morning when he was taken from us. Uh, such a tragic event. Um, such a beautiful man. Um, really let you know that we're losing some good people, not only on bicycles, but on pedestrians and cars too. So we need to, as a society, grab this uh, and make sure we start um, getting our roads safer for everybody to use. That is the best way we can make people more compassionate towards each other. Um, I hope this podcast has not downed you at all. I hope it has not gotten your spirits down. It wasn't meant to. I know these families... Um, they have tough times, and what you have to understand is that the sentence they are given is a life sentence. Anybody here on the earth that still has a life to live, they're usually give a penance of, of a life sentence. They, you know, our system doesn't even think of that. So, you know, please pray for these families. Anything you can do to help them, um, it's a, it's, it's just a horrific thing to have this happen to any loved one that you have. And a lot of these people are just out enjoying the life that they have um, and somebody doesn't pay attention to what they're doing and they don't pay for it. And that to me is our tragedy of our society. We have to start stepping up and making people drive aware and abide by the laws. The laws are there for a reason. Just abide by them and it, it, everything gets better. Hope all of you have a great day. Hope you have a great week. And also remember that no matter how much you've got going on on your plate, everybody else has got something going on also. So make sure you don't think that you know, you're the only one having a bad day. Everybody seems to be having bad days. Uh, you know, not always, but we still, you know, forget that, um, that, you know, everybody's got something going on. So make sure you uh, always keep that in mind. It's not just about you. Everybody else is there too. They've got things on their plate. So I hope to chat with you all again, uh, maybe at the start of that two weeks from now, which would be like the 10th. Uh, we've got some, some more fallen friends that week coming up. That'll be the week after spring break. Everybody gets back. So while you're on spring break, make sure you travel safe. Uh, don't drink and drive, don't drive distracted, uh, and abide by the laws. Uh, you know, one day, hopefully, we'll all get down to the speed limits and we'll save some lives. Hope all of you take care, have a great day, and uh, enjoy the life.
Take care. Bye-bye.